Today's daf is daf pei aleph. We left left off on daf pei amid bays at the two dots about six lines before the end of the page. So uh, the we're in the middle of the sugi of yichud, and today is the primary daf that deals with the issue of yichud. So we'll try to cover as many of uh, the halachas of yichud as we can through the course of the shir. So uh, the mishnah had said that there's a difference between men and women when it comes to yichud. One man and two women is a problem of yichud because we assume that as the gemara said yesterday, nashim dait and kalos, women are more easily seduced and more likely to do uh, bad things in front of each other. Uh, whereas men, when it's two men and one woman, that is not a problem of yichud, and the, the svara is that men are embarrassed in front of each other, and therefore are unlikely to do anything wrong in front of each other. So says the Gemara, Amr Rav, Rav suggests the Chiddush, Lo Shanu That's only true if you're dealing with regular kosher guys, meaning reasonably uh, from normal people, are not going to uh, are not going to do anything in front of each other. But if you have prutzim, uh, you have people who are known to be prutzim, and we're going to define that term soon, but people who, let's just call them not such great guys when it comes to areas of arayos at least, so even if you have ten of them, it's not going to be good. Yeah, ten guys and one girl is still not going to be okay. Uh, it's still going to be a problem of yichud. So the question is, so what, what would be okay then? Meaning, uh, if two girls, if two women is no good, and women are no in, in Liz Patos, and let's say the women are prutzim also, so ten women would be no good, and ten men are no good, so are you ever in a group that's not a problem of yichud, assuming that, uh, that, that, that you're dealing with prutzim, is there ever a number that's okay? So it seems that, uh, at least from the Shulchan Aruch, from the way the post can talk about this Gemara, is that this Chumra of prutzim is only when it's one or two of, of uh, one or two women and a whole bunch of prutzim. Once you're dealing with a group and a group, with a group of women and a group of men, then it's not going to be a problem anymore. Then it's for, you just can't call it a situation of yichud. It's simply not yichud. No one's alone with anybody. It's just a large group. But anyway, the Gemara says, even ten men with, uh, with, with, with one or two women is going to be a problem if they're prutzim. So, so uh, uh, there's a story that ten people brought out a woman on a bed, meaning uh, pretending that she was dead, to, to go bury her, but they were really just going out to violate her, to go uh, sleep with her, even though it was ten guys. So you see that uh, that with Prutzim you can't trust anything. No number of people is going to be okay with Prutzim. Amr of Yosef Tader says, I'll prove it to you. Sometimes to pull off a heist, to pull off a major bank robbery or something like that, you need to get a large group of people to do the planning and to work it all out. So you have ten people working together, or uh, eleven people working together to, uh, to rob a casino in Vegas or something, and they they, uh, they they all need to work together in order to, to pull off the uh, the robbery, and they're not embarrassed from each other. They still go ahead and they they pull it off and they do it. So you see that when you have prutzim, they're not so embarrassed from each other to do averos. Name him sayele. So bring a riot to this. The halacha is by a sota. If a man accuses his wife of being a sota, uh, he makes his wife a sota by doing kino estira, by saying that he doesn't want her to hang out with a certain man anymore, and then she has yichud with that man, so the halacha is that the mayim is only going to be bodik his wife, the may sota that they're going to give, is only going to work if he doesn't, if the husband doesn't sleep with his wife in the interim. So uh, while they're traveling to Yerushalayim, the local basin gives them two talmidei chachamim to escort them on the way, and the purpose of giving them those two talmidei chachamim is to make sure that nothing happens while they're traveling. So, uh, so, so says the Gemara, Talmidei Chacham in, in Shidi Why does it have to be Talmidei Chachamim? Just to make sure nothing happens, why aren't you just getting two regular guys? 
But you see, regular guys aren't good enough. So obviously, this is a raya that with regular guys, it would still be a problem of yichud because regular guys are prutzim. Only talmidei chachamim, who we know are not prutzim, that's going to be okay. Then those, then that's not going to be an issue of yichud. So that's a raya. That the only time you have a problem, you don't have a problem of yichud with multiple men, is if you're dealing with people who are ksherim, who we can define as ksherim. When you're dealing with people who are prutzim, you're going to have a problem of yichud even with many men. So says no, not necessarily. Maybe the reason you need Talmud is not because of the Yichud issue, but it's because if the man is about to be bowl his wife, so you need someone to give a proper Hasra. The Talmud are going to know what to say to give the proper Hasra. When the top of Pe'alfa and Alf, the Talmud are going to know what to, what to say when you give, uh, to, to give the proper Hasra. So that's why you need Talmud So that was Chiddush number one. One of Rabbi Damarav. Now says Rabbi Damarav another Chiddush. Am Rabbi Damarav lo shna ela bi'ir. This is only true in the city. The idea that two men is enough is only true if you're in the city. Avol bederech ad shiyu shlosha. Shemi yitzarich echem lahashin. But if you're traveling together in a group, so then two men and one woman is also a problem, even if they're ksherim, because we're afraid uh, one of them might need to go to the bathroom. And if one of them goes off the side of the road to go to the bathroom, that's going to leave the other one alone with the woman. So, uh, so therefore, when you're traveling, you need three men. So this way, even when one goes off to go to the bathroom, the other two will be uh, will be will will will, uh, will be with the woman. It will still be two men and one woman, right? Because one guy is going to be left have a yichud with the erva. Let's bring a raya to this idea that when you're traveling, three people are necessary. Two is not enough. Most know shnei talmidecham shem yavol avaderech. How many talmidecham do you give? You give two talmidecham to the sota and her husband as they're traveling, right? Trevi ihu hatlasa. So you have the husband plus the two talmidechamim. It's a group of therefore three men and one woman. Why do you need three men and one woman? Obviously because you need three men and one woman because otherwise it's going to be yichud. So apparently when you're traveling on the road, you need three men, not two men. So it says, no, it's not a raya either. The reason why you need two talmidei chachamim is if the husband is bold, the wife, we need to have witnesses to that. We need people who see it, who will be able to testify. So you need two talmidei chachamim to be two witnesses. You need two witnesses for a davar so it has nothing to do with halachos of yichud. So this is the second halach of Rabbi Dom Rav that we tried to bring a raya to from the Mishnah and Sota. Each one we rejected because we said the reason that you need tamidei chachamim and the reason that you need two of them may have nothing to do with halachos yichud. It may have to do with the halachos of Sota, with the specifics of dealing with a Sota, namely that the tamidei chachamim need to give asra and that uh, you need you need two because you need edim. Rabbi. Um, Then you won't evade them. Okay, so I guess you assume that at that moment... Right, yeah. So, Rav Rabbi Yudah have a ka'azli ba'urcha. Rav and Rabbi Yudah were traveling once on the road. Have a ka'azli ha'itza kamayu. And there was a woman that was walking in front of them. So, I'm only Rav Rabbi Yudah, Dal karech mikame gehenim. So, Rav screamed, let's go, get, get your feet away from gehenim. Meaning they're walking behind a woman. So, apparently they felt that they were alone with the woman on the road. So, he said, let's get out of here. So, I'm only, v'hamar hudamar k'sherim shapritam. He says, but aren't you the one that says that if with kasher people it's okay? Meaning you, Rabbi Yudah, that's, that, you're the one that holds 
that with uh, kosher people, it's only a problem with prutzim. Two men and one woman is only a problem with prutzim. With kosherim, it's okay. We're kosher. We're 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 amoraim uh, kedoshim. Samalei mi yemar de kosherim kagon anava at. When I said kosher, you think I meant people like me and you? El kagon mai kagon Rabbi Chanin bar Papi b'chaveira. When I said kosher, I meant people like Rabbi Chanin bar Papi. People who are much holier than me and you. We're not considered kosher. So now stop there for a second. So halacha lemaisa now. If the halacha is that, like Rabbi Yudam that with prutzim even two men and one woman, even ten men and one woman is going to be a problem. So is there any heter nowadays for two men and one woman? Are we all prutzim? Apparently Rabbi Yehuda and Rav themselves were prutzim, or considered themselves prutzim. So one would imagine that we are greater prutzim than they were. So, uh, so is there any heter of Yichud? So this is a discussion in the Rishonim. If you look at the, uh, the Ran on uh, Daf, says the Ran, What does kosher mean? Kosher means a regular guy. Ay, what about this Gemara? Ay, what about this Gemara where he says, No, even Rav Yehuda and Rav are not considered Kesherim. He says, Nah, It was clearly just a Midas Chasidus. That wasn't really what they felt about themselves. They knew that they were really Kesherim. It was an extra Chumrah that they had. They didn't, they didn't trust themselves. So it was a Midas Chasidus. That's all it was. It wasn't that they really uh, held that they weren't kasherim. That's what the Ran says. So nowadays the Ran would say, anyone who's a normal guy is a kasher. If you're known to be a sick uh, individual, you're known to have problems in this area, so then you're not a kasher. But you're a normal guy when it comes to areas of arayos, so you're assumed to be uh, to be a kasher person. However, he says, "Avala Rambam's al kasher perchav beizmi uchsisurebia lo tisyachid isha achas afilu im anoshim harbe." The Rambam writes, "Stam in the twenty-second parakel of uchsisurebia, one woman cannot have yichud even with many men." That's all he writes. That you can't have yichud even with many men. Where did he get that from? Apparently, Mashma de Midina Ka'amar. Apparently, he understands that when Rabbi Yehuda and Rav said that we're not considered Kesherim, they meant that Lahalacha, and because there no longer exist people, or there aren't, it's not so common, he says, it's not so common to find people as Kesher as Rabbi Yehuda and Rav nowadays. He didn't even bother writing, but if you have Kesherim, then uh, two, two men and one woman is, is enough. Because it never really comes up. So it's always going to be Asr. So the Rambam understands that we all have a din of Prutzim. And Frek the Ran v'tmehani. In kein lamakaz v'samachla ha'hida anashim yivachutz v'anashim yivafrim k'moshe echtavena v'samach shir she'en le'inyin ele im kein isha achzim v'tarz t'siachim v'stam be'ez anashim. He says the problem is all the rest of the sugya that we're going to see later on on the daf on Amun Alf and even on Amun Beis with uh, men inside and women in an outer room women on the inside room men in the outer room the whole sugya assumes that two men and one woman is okay. The Rambam quotes all the halachas from the rest of the sugya, but the sugya is working with the premise that two men and one woman is okay. So he says he doesn't understand what the Rambam is doing over here. On the one hand, he assumes bestam that we're all prutzim, and on the other hand, he makes all the assumptions that the Gemara that the Gemara makes. The Rashi points out that the Ran has to be correct, that the Rambam the Rambam cannot be correct, that we all have a dinner of prutzim. The Rashi writes in a tshuva in Simon. Tav Kuv Pei Zayin, I think it is, that Masha Marta Dafilu Harbe Anashim, Harbe Anashim, Masul Asavus Imam Bederech, that which you say, that you can't even have a group of many men and many women unless they're like Rabbi Chanina Baran Papi V'chaveirav, unless they're greater than Rabbi Yudam Rav, he says, Ein Zenachom Lefidaati. That is not correct, according to my opinion. Why? Because 
So let's go back to the Mishnah and Sota. We say that any Beisdin, when uh, there's a Sota situation, gives two Talmidei Chachamim to the Sota and her husband to travel with them to Yerushalayim. Every city that has a Beisdin is going to easily find two Talmidei Chachamim greater than Rav Yudah and Rav, right? less parrots than Rav Yudah and Rav to travel with them in order to avoid Yichud problems. It's ridiculous. Of course they're not going to find people who are greater than, than Rav Yehuda and Rav. And also later on in the daf, we're going to talk about Achoso and Chamoso, that, uh, that, that you're not allowed to perhaps have Yichud with a sister and a mother-in-law that's going to be Machlokas later on, with, unless they're Edim. So what are going to be Kosher Edim? In your house where you live, every Jewish home has to have people who are greater than uh, review than Rav. He says it's ins- it's, it can't be. It's, it can't possibly be that that's the halacha, that we all have a din of prutzim. It happens to me in Shulchan Aruch. How do we pass? And there's obviously very no ge'elamaisa. Right? Whenever you're in a situation where it's uh, where it's many men and uh, and one or two women, so says the, uh, says the Shulchan Aruch, lo afilu im anashim harbe. Shulchan Aruch quotes the lesson of the Rambam. Even many men is a problem. The only thing is, if one of their wives are there, that's okay. And one man and many women is also a problem. Now, he doesn't say one man and two women. He says one man and many women is a problem, assuming all the women have a din of prutzos as well. Now, the implication, of course, is many men and many women would be okay. But one man and many women, or one woman and many men, is going to be a problem. Thank God, we're all Ashkenazim. The Ramah writes, However, Yeshomrim, that one man, one woman, and two men is okay as long as they're ksherim im hu as long as they're not on the road. He says, and stam anashim ksherim heim. Stam anashim nowadays are considered ksherim, so he says it's not going to be a problem anymore. Aval im heim prutzim. If they happen to be prutzim, then afilu im yudasa. Then even ten ten men is going to be a problem. So that's 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 what he writes now. Um, uh, he says, That's a separate header. But so there is, what, the way it comes down, is the Machaber seems to pass like the Rambam, that we all have a din of Prutzim. The Ramah seems to pass like the Ran, that we do not all have a din of Prutzim. One has to be considered a Paritz, only if they are known to be a Paritz. Stam, regular people, are considered to be Ksherim. Okay, says the Gemara Vaiter, We'll give Malkas for Yichud, but we're not going to ask for somebody for Yichud. If you look at Rashi, Malkan Ali Yichud, means Makas Mardus, and Osrin and Eishes Ishal Baila Machmas Yichud. If Eishes Ish has Yichud, we're not going to answer her on her husband with, uh, we're not going to ask her on her husband because of the Yichud. So we're not going to assume that that's, uh, that that's, that, that's, um, that, uh, that she did anything that would make her answer to her husband. Uh, so that's only when it comes to Yichud of a single girl meaning the idea that you give Malkus on Yichud is only if a man has Yichud with a single girl but if you have Yichud with Neshus Ish we're not going to give Malkus for the Yichud it's counterintuitive no we said yesterday Yichud with Neshus Ish is the Araisa Yichud with a single girl was the basin of David was Gozer on Yichud with a single girl so why should you give Malkus by a single girl but not Malkus with Neshus Ish so the Gemara explains if you give Malkus People will automatically assume she was cheating on her husband, and then it's going to be Motsi Laz on the children. People are going to say the children are Mamzerim. So, in order to protect the children, we're not going to give Malkus to Neshus Ishu as Yichud. Marzutra Malki Makris. Marzutra would give Malkus, and he would announce 
This is only for Yichud. We don't. We have no evidence that it's anything other than Yichud. Some of Nachman Parhati or Ravashi, Marnami will give lachbas. So Nachman Parhati says Ravashi, that's a great idea. If you're only worried that it's going to be a bad, uh, it's going to, it's, it's going to uh, ruin the children's reputations. So also scream out. Just say that it's only you know. Let everyone know. Some of the Ika de Shambahav lo Shambahi says, you know how people are. You know they they like to spread the bad the bad side, not the good side. There will be plenty of people that will only hear that she got Malkas for being a Prutza and uh, won't hear about the fact that uh, that we announced that she's not Asher or her husband and that uh, and that we have no evidence. That anything other than Yichud took place. Amarav Malkin on Lotova Shmua. You give Malkus on Lotova Shmua. Right when uh, when you have when you have when when you have uh, someone with uh, with bad rumors going on going around about them. Rashi says Misha Yotzei Kolol of Shu over Averos. Someone that there's rumors going around that he's over Averos. Malkin also the love Tovashmu Lav who he says why because the Gemara quotes a pasuk over here. It's not Stam that Lo Tovashmu we believe rumors. No, having bad rumors go on around about you is itself a love that you get Malkus for. Shneemar. Albani Marzucha would put something uh, on his shoulders and he would scream out as he was giving the Malkus Albani to let everyone know that that it's uh, that that it's Dafka for the Lotovashmua that he's getting Malkus and not because of any evidence of any actual wrongdoing. Amarab so this is another major halacha we're gonna have to discuss. If the woman's husband is in the city, you don't have to be Khoshish for Yichud. How do you define the city? I was just reading last night, they recently came out with the fifth volume of, of Rav Sturmbach's Chuvas, the Chuvas van Hagos. So he has a long Chuva about Yichud over there. So he quotes that the Chazanish held that Be'ir, what does it mean, husband in the city? It means if, you live, if you're lucky enough to live in a city like New York, you could be an hour away, but that's still called Bala Be'ir. Unbelievable Chiddush. I don't know if you would count Nassau County as part of, uh, part of New York. Probably not. It's not New York City. But still, you would say anywhere within the city. So you live in Brooklyn, <coughs> and the uh, the husband is uh, is in Manhattan or in Staten Island or whatever or the Bronx. That's okay. That's called that's called Balabir. Shmuel thought that was ridiculous. Shmuel said, "What are you talking about? He's an hour away. You know he's an hour. He just spoke to him on the cell phone in his, uh, on his phone in his office. You know he's in his office. So uh, how could that be? Uh, how could that be Balabir? So we'll have to discuss what exactly the nature of the heter of Balabir is. So Balabir, there's no uh, issue of yichud. Amrav Yosef Pesach Pesuach Lurushas Ramein Choshim Mishum Yichud. If you have a door open to the Rishus also there's no problem of Yichud. It's Machlokas Sachronim, door open or door unlocked to the Rosh Hashanah Right? There's a Pischei Tshuva discusses what exactly Pesach Pesuach. If the door is closed, Pischei Tshuva thinks it's Yichud if the door is closed even if it's not locked. And uh, Pischei Tshuva says, I, we have a Rashba that says that uh, we have a Rashba that says that, uh, that if the door is not locked, it's okay. He says, yeah, Pischei Tshuva writes that Rashba is a typo. Um, the Radvaz happens to quote the Rashba the way we have it, that, uh, that it is okay. But Pischei Tshuva says, it can't be. It can't be that it's okay. Apparently, uh, Rosh Shumbach says Chazanish was mekel about this as well. But Rosh Shumbach thinks that it all depends. It depends on the circumstance. If you live in the kind of place where someone would come into the room without knocking and without wait, or with knocking and then just opening the door, you know, some people knock and then just open, right? Uh, but w- with, without waiting to see, uh, to, to hear you say, come in. So if you live in that kind of uh, situation, you're in that kind of room, so then you don't need Pesach Pesuach to be literally open, then it could even be unlocked. Um, or, or else, Rosh Shumbach says, probably the best thing to do is if if you have a sign on the door, it says, please enter. 
No need to knock, just enter. So then you don't have to worry about it. But otherwise, it's not called Pesach Pesuach unless it's actually open. Maybe we'll have a chance to discuss a little more about that. So anyway, so if Balabi'ir or Pesach Pesuach or Shusha Rabim, you don't have to worry about Yichud. Rav Bibi Ikla Lebe Rav Yosef, Basad the Karak Rifta. Rav Bibi went to eat by Rav Yosef's house. Basad the Karak Rifta, after they, uh, they ate, Amlu Shkule Dargami Tuse Bibi. Rav Bibi told Rav Yosef, look, I'm going up to the top floor, so take the uh, ladder away so that I won't have yichud with your wife. When you walk out of the house for a minute or two, I don't want to be alone with your wife. So if you remove the ladder that connects the bottom floor to the top floor, so that would be okay. So but her husband's still in town. Rav Yosef is just going to take a walk outside Shpatsir for a few minutes. He'll go down the block to his yeshiva or whatever. He's not going anywhere far. As long as he's in the city, isn't it not a problem with Yichud? Says Umar, no, shiny Rabbibi de Shushvi Nasei Havai. Rabbibi's different because apparently they were neighbors. Begaisi Bey. Meaning they had a relationship. So this is another major Chumrah that even the Het of Balabi'ir doesn't work if there's some sort of previous relationship between the two. Now it used to be probably that there wasn't so common for a married woman to have uh, any sort of pre-existing relationship with some other man. But uh, but in communities where everyone's friendly and everyone has Shabbos meals together and things like that, so it's very problematic, right? Yeah, everyone is probably considered Gaisi Bay. So it's uh, it's a much more serious issue. So then uh, Bala Bi'ir may not, may not even work in that situation if there's already a comfort level between the man and the woman. Amrav Kana, and, uh, actually let's stop there for a second. So what's the issue of Bala Bi'ir? What exactly is the heter of Bala Bi'ir? So Rashi says, that uh, Rashi says that Balabi'ir is that she thinks her husband is going to come in at any moment and is going to catch her. Right? That's uh, that's how Rashi understands Balabi'ir. Rashi says, Lahalkos. First of all, what does Ein Choshishin mean? Rashi says, Ein Choshishin means you're not going to give Malkos when Balabi'ir. Tulsa says, Wait, that means it's Aser when there's Balabi'ir? Meaning, not going to give Malkos makes it sound like, Don't worry, we won't, we won't hit you for it, but it's still Aser. Tulsa says that can't be because the the story the Gemara just told with Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef. Right? What did the Gemara say? Rabbi said, "Get rid of the stairs over here because I don't want to have yichud with your wife." And the Gemara says, "What do you mean balabi'ir?" But if it's still usher when it's balabi'ir, what kind of question is that? What do you mean balabi'ir? No, it's still usher. That he wants to avoid an isser. So Tulsa says you have to say that balabi'ir that 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 balabi'ir in choshen mishum yichud means there's no isser whatsoever. It's not just you don't get malchus. What Rashi meant by that is a uh, subject of uh, discussion in the post and the Taz and the Sadr Shulchanach discusses it. Not for now. But what's the reason why balabi'ir is not a problem? Because you're afraid the husband might come at any moment. That's why it's not a problem of Balabi'ir. The Rambam writes a little bit different. The Rambam says that it's not actual fear that the husband's go- going to show up. The Rambam writes, Ashes Isha Yabalabi'ir, Aino the Rambam in Perchav Bez Vilksi Surabi Alakhi Bez, Ashes Isha Yabalabi'ir, Aino Khoshashas the Yichud, Mipnesha Amas Bala Aleha. Because the fear of her husband is on her. Now, the way the Akronim understand that is that the Rambam is not talking about a specific fear that the husband is going to come home and catch her. It's a general sense that when her husband's in town, she's a little more uptight about how she's going to act with other men. Now, when her husband's in the city, she sort of senses his presence, and she's going to be a little bit more careful about the way she acts with other men. So, obviously, it would be major nafkaminas between Rashi and the Rambam. Right? First of all, the Chazanish is had there, that uh, if she has nothing to worry about for the next 20 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes, she knows her husband's far away. That, that had to, that Chazanish had, that Shtonbach didn't like at all, so that would only work according to the Rambam. That maybe she has that general sense of 
fear of her husband, but no specific fear that he's going to come in right then and uh, he's going to catch them. Another nafkamina, the Rav Moshe discusses in the tshuva. What if her husband asked her to meet with somebody? Her husband said, look, I want to redo our house, so meet with the contractor. I want you to go to a room, sit alone with the contractor, just hammer out the deal, figure out exactly what you're going to do. I want you to, to work it out. So she, uh, she, she may have a, a general fear of her husband, but no fear that her husband is going to walk in at any time. Her husband says, I don't want to have anything to do with this. You go, And he's, uh, he's perfectly okay with it. Rav Moshe says, no, that, according to everyone, that would not be a problem, because as long as the husband knows where she is, he says uh, she might be concerned that the husband's just setting her up to try to catch her. So he's just going to knock at any time. And even if he doesn't knock for the first 20, 30 minutes, Adrava, maybe he's waiting till things get warmed up till he uh, tries to catch her. So Rav Moshe thinks that anyway it's going to be, uh, it's going to be mutter. And maybe they're just, uh, they're just trying to, uh, that, that, that he's, he's going to walk in at any time. Also, the, another nafkamina might be if they go somewhere, the husband has no idea where they are. Right, if the husband has no idea where she is, she's somewhere in the city, in some apartment somewhere, or some building somewhere, and the husband has no clue where she is, and he doesn't have a uh, tracking device on her, so he's not going to be able to find her. So then, according to Rashi, that the fear is the husband might walk in at any moment, no such fear exists. According to the Rambam, that it's more general, Amos by Laleha, might be a problem. Our Samech discusses what if the husband is blind. So, uh, you know, they just have to be real quiet when he walks in, right? So, uh, so then, so our Samaf discusses whether that's going to be a problem of, uh, of, of Yichur or not. May also depend on, uh, on this Chakira. Um, in terms of Pesach, Pesach, Rosh Hashanah, um, the uh, Rav Moshe has a wild, wild psak about Pesach, Pesach, Rosh Hashanah. Rav Moshe writes, if you live in a place where when someone knocks on the door, you would uh, likely want to get the door, it's normal to answer the door, so then it's called Pesach, Pesach, Rosh Hashanah, which is a very, very strange vart, because what, what do you mean? I mean, uh, you could ignore the door also. I mean, we all live in a place where we would get the door. It's a time of day where we would get the door when someone, when someone knocks, Unless we don't want to get the door, so it's uh, it's a little bit it's a little bit of a difficult pesach. There's a lot of discussion about doctors whether doctors consider pesach pesach because even nurses won't walk in in the middle of an examination, right? So if a doctor is examining the uh, the, the woman, sort of Moshe holds that since he's busy at work and he has more appointments and people waiting outside and people are going to know if he takes too much time, you know, uh, so so uh, so so it's 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 probably mutter. But still, he says uh, she should still try to bring somebody with her if possible. If a woman is going to uh, to the OBGYN or something, better to uh, to try to bring someone with her if you, if, it, if it's a male doctor. That's but Ramosh says Mikra didn't. It's certainly mutter unless she's the last appointment of the day. The nurses went home already, and she's sitting there in the waiting room alone. Then it's going to be a problem. If he's not rushing anywhere and there's no one else in the office, then it's going to be a problem. Rav Sternbach is a much more is much more uh, strict about the doctors. He says I don't care if the husband's learning kolal seder. He should be mevatel Torah and go with his wife to the. Uh, to, to the doctor. Okay, so that's uh, and if he can't go, at least her mother or sister or someone should go with her. Okay, that's a uh, difference of opinion amongst the postkin. So anyway, says Gemara Vaiter, Amarav Kahana, if men are on the outer room and women are on the inner room, I mean, the only way the women can get outside is by going through the men, it's not a problem of, uh, of Yichud. 
Why? Because the men can't go, have no reason to go inside to the women. So no single man is ever going to be alone with many women. A woman comes out, it's going to be one woman and many men. One woman with many men is okay. So that's not why it's not a problem. But if men are on the inside, women on the outside, that is going to be a problem of Yichud. Because if one man walks out, he walks right through the, the, the women, and that is going to be a problem of Yichud. So this also leads to a discussion. He's just walking through. He'll be there for three minutes, for three seconds. Yichud is... Uh, what do we require at Chasana? So five minutes, seven minutes, different postgames, Rav Shturmach thinks ten minutes, whatever it might be, but you, you, you require some amount of time. He's just walking right through. How big is the house already? So why is it a problem of Yichud? So there's a big discussion in the postgame. If you're in a situation of Yichud for less than the Shir Yichud, do you say Chati Shir Asim in Torah? Do you say that even less than the Shir? So Rav, Rav Shlomo Zalman writes in the Tshuva, let's say about an elevator. Elevator, it's always going to be less than the Shir Yichud. The door could open up at any moment, right? Meaning you stop at any floor and the door will uh, will open up, it's going to be less than the Shir Yichud. So Shlomo Zalman says an elevator is different. An elevator, you don't even have the possibility of staying there for the Shir Yichud. But if you're in a situation where if you wanted to, you could just stop and stay there for the Shir Yichud, and it is a Yichud circumstance, so Shlomo Zalman thinks that that is going to be a problem. Even for, for a minute, that's going to be a problem. It's a circumstance of Yichud, and it would be a problem even if you're there for less than the, than the amount of time, because you can always just stop and, uh, and, and, and stay there. But uh, to, the, to be concerned that maybe you'll be in a situation of Yichud, when it's not a Yichud circumstance, that you might go off into a Yichud circumstance, like you're in the elevator, you might push the button that stops the elevator... That you don't have to be choshish for. Rav Moshe writes about driving a car. Rav Moshe thought that even if you're in a car with somebody, that it's a problem of yichud, even if it's on a busy highway. So also very difficult tshuva. So Rav Moshe says, why? Because you could always turn off the road and go to a secluded area. You could always, then you shouldn't be allowed to walk with, with, with a woman because you could always walk away somewhere into a secluded area. Very, very difficult thing to understand. Rosh Hashanah says it can't be. What about the whole idea of Pesach B'Soch? You stand in front of an open window to the Rosh Hashanah or an open door to the Rosh Hashanah. You tell me every house they had with an open door, the door was open in a way that you could see the entire house from the street? No, you just got to stand in front of the open door. Ah, you could just walk off to the side where you won't be in front of the open door, you won't be in front of the open window. Yeah, but you're, right now you're not off to the side. Right now you're in front of the open window, and that's not a problem of, uh, of Yichud. So it's a very difficult tshuva. I'm not sure what Rav Moshe meant by that. I asked Rav Shafter, I remember when... Uh, I, I, so my first year in Ashir, maybe I didn't totally understand his way yet, but I went over to him and I asked him, Yichud uh, in um, the car, is it a problem? He said, if you're on busy streets, you're in a car, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's a problem. I said, yeah, I thought so also, but Rav Moshe holds it's a problem. He says, oh, Rav Moshe holds it's a problem, then it's a problem. So I, said, <laughs> so I said, so how does someone go on a date? So he said, oh, how did I used to go on dates? I used to walk, I never drove. I don't know what I'm not, I'm not sure what he meant by that. I don't know his children all went on dates. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what he, what he meant by that. Okay, so anyway, um, Rav Moshe's grandchildren went on dates in cars. I don't, I'm not sure what the uh, maybe, maybe they didn't pass on like him in that. Masnisatana uh, ibcha. But we learned in Raisa otherwise, the opposite, that if it's men on the, uh, on the outside and women on the, uh, on the inside, that's when it is a problem. Uh, and the reverse is not a problem. Since Rav Kana said one way, and we learned in Raisa the other way, we'll just go l'chumra. Abai dire gulfi rava dire kana. Abai would set up uh, barrels or think jugs that made a lot of noise when you would uh, go over them if there was a group of men and women, so that in case one guy 
guy was trying to sneak his way into the Ezra Snashim, so uh, they would maybe we should try. So you should uh, they, it, would, uh, it would it would rattle, it would make a lot of noise when when he was on his way in, and Rava would set up reeds also that would uh, rattle and uh, make noise. Amar Avin Sakva Deshasa Rigla. So Avin said the worst time of the year when it comes to Arayos issues is the Regal, is Yamtiv. Why is Yamtiv the worst time of the year when it comes to uh, to, to these issues? So uh, says Rashi, unbelievable because the worst time for Yichud and Avera is during Yantiv. Men and women all come to the shul to hear the drasha. And they tend to talk after davening. So that's why it's the worst time of year because uh, there's always socializing going on after davening on the Yamim Tovim. So if, uh, if it's a community that every Shabbos is uh, where men and women are hanging out and schmoozing, so then every Shabbos is the worst time of year. It's always going to be a dangerous situation. It needs extra caution when a group of men and a group of women are uh, are hanging out together. Hannah and the uh, Tosos over here says, He says, that's why there's a minute to fast after Pesach and after Sukkot, to sort of compensate for the uh, breaches in Arayos that occurred over the course of, uh, of the Regal. Pretty powerful stuff. Okay. There were some girls who were held captive that came to Narda. They uh, went to the house of Rav Amram Chasida. They were, uh, they were redeemed from captivity and they got to Rav Amram Chasida's house. Uh, so they went to the upstairs floor and Rav Amram Chasida removed the ladder so that uh, he shouldn't have he shouldn't be beyichud with them in the same place. So it's, 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 he couldn't easily access the top floor. When one of them was walking by the hole where the staircase used to be, so the, uh, the, 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 a light came, meaning she was very beautiful, and he caught a glimpse of how beautiful she was, and uh, his Yetzirah got the best of him. So, meaning, the question was, what was removing the ladder to do in the first place, if he could just take the ladder and move it over? No, the point is, it was a ladder that was so heavy, you needed 10 people to lift it. But he found superhuman strength, and he took a ladder that 10 people needed, were, were needed to lift it, and he moved it by himself, and he started climbing the ladder to go do Navera. When he got halfway up the ladder, he steadied himself for a second, he got his his Yetzer Tov was able to overcome for a second. Ramakala, and he screamed out, Nurabayamram! He didn't know what to do, how to get someone there to cause some, some level of busha. So he started screaming, Fire, fire, there's a fire in my house! So, uh, so Asura Abanan, so everyone came to try to help put out the fire. There was no fire. Amalek, Siftinan. So the Rabbanan said to him, You just humiliated us. Look, you're a rabbi, and it was obvious what you were doing. So why did you, uh, why did you cause such humiliation to us? Al-Madasi. Uh, he says, I'd rather be embarrassed in this world and not be embarrassed in the next world. I say, no, bottom line, I saved myself from doing an Avera. Right? So I saved, I saved myself by causing other people to be there, and Busha always uh, saves you. Meaning, the Gemara is basically saying, there's a reason for the Yisra Yichud, right? that, uh, that it's, uh, when people are around other people, they're, they're going to be more embarrassed, they're not going to do other things. Rabbi Willig always likes to say, there's an Yisra Yichud with, with the internet. It's not that it's also to use the internet, like, uh, they say, like certain communities have made an Yisra. There's an Yisra Yichud with the internet. 
internet. You have to come up with some type of program where there won't be uh, there won't be yichud. There are some wonderful programs out there that send emails to whoever you want to your wife, your mother mother in law is the best way to go because uh, she'll actually check and we'll, we'll say every uh, website that was visited from your house is rav yichud. So he made a shmur that the Yetzirah should leave him. The Yetzirah came out like a pillar of fire. So Ravanam looked at the Yetzirah, this pillar of fire, and says, Look, you're fire and I'm just flesh. But ah, I got you. Rameir used to mock over Avera, like, come on, they're so weak. How could they be over Avera like this? One day the Satan came to him like a woman, uh, appeared like a woman. On the other side of the river. There was no boat, there was no ferry to take them over. So he took like a plank of uh, wood to, to walk over the other side of the river because he was Yetzirah got the best of him. When he got halfway over the uh, the bridge, Shafke, the Yetzirah left him. And the Yetzirah said to him, if had they not been uh, screaming out in Shemayim, that I better leave Rameir and his Torah alone, I would have made your blood worth two cents. You would have been worth nothing. I would have gotten you too. So it shows you not to make fun of the Ovra Avera. They have a Yetzirah, and Yetzirah is sometimes very difficult. You have to work with them. Rabbi Akiva also used to mock the Ovra Avera. One day the Satan appeared like a woman on the top of a Dekel tree. So he climbed all the way up the Dekel tree. When he got halfway up, Shavke, the Yitzhara left him. Amr and the Yitzhara said, He loved the Makrazi Berkiya. Had they not been screaming out of Rakia in the Shemayim that I should leave Rabbi Kiva and his Torah alone, I would have made your blood worth two cents. Plima used to always say, an arrow in the eyes of the Satan. He was very proud of his ability to overcome the Satan. One day was Erev Yom Kippur. The Satan came to him appearing like a poor person. And he came knocking at the door. So he did the nice thing. He brought him out some bread, some, some food. So this, the Satan, who appeared like a poor man, said, it's not, not good enough. You know, sometimes poor man comes, you give him something, he says, not good enough, I want more. He says, everyone else is sitting inside, I have to sit outside, invite me and sit at your table. And I don't care, you don't know me. I leave a cravely rift, I said, brought him in, they gave him bread. He says, yeah, but you put me in the kitchen. I want to sit at the dining room with the family. I want to sit with everyone else. So they came and they put him at the uh, table with the rest of the family. He was sitting and his, and his body was full of, uh, of all sorts of boils and... Uh, and things like that, pus, uh, uh, things, uh, pimples, and things like that. Um, and he was doing all the sorts of disgusting things. He was acting in a way that was not proper table manners. Tiv Shapir. So he said, "Why don't you uh, sit there nicely?" Meaning, uh, "Come on, stop grossing us out." Amalei Havali Kasa. He said, "Please bring me a cup." Yavali Kasa. They brought him a cup. Achmar Shadbe Kichu. So he they took the cup and he went. And he splits, spit some phlegm into the cup right there at the table. Nachrube, they got angry at him. Shaka umis, and he uh, and he he just died on the spot. He, uh, he meaning he pretended he died. It was the satan. It wasn't a real guy, but the satan pretended that this ani died. So they heard people screaming outside that Plimo killed someone. I mean, the rumors started uh, spreading that Plimo killed someone. So Plimo went to hide because he thought the authorities were after him. So he went to hide. 
in the base like he say. Azul Basre, so the uh, the Yitzhar followed him, this uh, Satan followed him. Nafal Kamei, ki dechazi dava mitzar goli le when he saw how much Tsar Plima was in, so the Satan finally said, oh, it was a joke, it was just me the whole time, it was the, uh, it was the Satan. So Amr Lei, my time Amr Tachi, so he says, uh, why did you say this? So, what should it, meaning the Satan says, well, why did you say this? Why did you go around saying, Girubayni de Sitna? That you stick arrows in my eyes. No one likes arrows in their eyes, and I don't like that you go around bragging that you stick arrows in my eyes. So, uh, so he said, what, what should I say? You're the Satan. You know, isn't that like what I'm supposed to say? So Amr Lei, Rahmana Nigar Be Satan. He said, What you should say is Rahmana Nigar Be Satan. Is that you should have not Kurdish Baruch should help you with the Satan. You shouldn't uh, you shouldn't say that you're sticking arrows in my eyes. Rabhia Barashi have a Ragal Khalidan next story. Rabhia Barashi have a Ragal Khalidan Davanafala Ape. Rabbi Chiyabarash, every time he would say Tachnun, he would do Nefila Sapayim, Hava Amar Rachman Yatilene Mietzar Hara. He would always say Harachman that Akhosh Baruch Hu should save him from the Yetzar Hara. Yomachat Shamatim Debitu, one day his wife heard him, Amr Michti, Hakamashni Deparish Leminai. She said, You know, it's been years since he's been Baalmi, since we slept together. So, my time Akamarachi, obviously he doesn't have much of a Yetzar Hara. So, why does he keep on saying this? So, Yomachat Avakagaris begins, say, he was uh, learning in his garden, Kashtanafsha, she got herself all dressed. Up, she kept on walking in front of him in a provocative way. Amrlani said to her, Manat, who are you? Amra He says, she said, Oh, I'm this famous uh, Zona who just got back from a long trip, from a business trip. So uh, you know, going going around doing znus. But I just got back, and I'm the famous Zona that everyone knows about. Tava. So right away he was Tavea her. He wanted to sleep with her. So he, she said, No, first you got to pay me. I want you to climb up to the top of that tree and bring me a pomegranate. Shavar Azal Asya. So So he went right away and he brought it for her. Um, when the, when he came back home that day, have kashagra debitu tanura. His wife, who this was his wife, but his wife uh, had gotten out of costume, and she was sitting there, uh, you know, heating up the oven. Salik v'kayasu b'kave. So uh, as she was about to light the oven, he crawled into the oven. He wanted to. Uh, he felt like he deserved to be burnt. So Amalei, she said to him, "My hi, um, what are you doing?" Right? We don't normally do that, crawling into the oven. So Amalei, she said, he said to her, Hachi vachi avamaisa. He says, I have to confess, this is what happened. There was a zona today, and uh, the zona seduced me, and I was um, I couldn't control my Yitzhara. Amalei, she says, ah, <laughs> I, was, I know how it was just me, don't worry about it. So, lo ashkachba, he didn't listen to her, he didn't believe her. Adiyav la simani, until she gave him simanim, where she was able to tell him things that only that zona could have known. So she said, it was just me the whole time, don't worry, he didn't do any avera. So Amalei, anami ali yisurichavni, he says, yeah. Yeah, but when I did it, I didn't know that it was you. So I didn't know I had a kavana for an iser. I didn't know that I wasn't doing an iser. Kol yom his entire life, he fasted until he uh, until he died with the misa that he felt he deserved for uh, for doing for doing that avera. Detanya, uh, because we learn in Brisa, isha hafera that her husband will be made for her nedarim and Hashem will uh, be will give her slicha for her avera. So b'malakasim what are we talking about? A husband will be made for a nedar and then what avera did she do? So isha shenadra benazir. It's talking about a woman who took a nedar to be a nazir. and her husband heard about it and was made for the and she didn't know that her husband was made for the nether. She thought she was really a nether. And still she drank wine, she was with Tommy the Mason. She still did all these things. 
Rabbi, so, so that's, and still you see, you need slicha, because she thought she was doing an iser, even though she wasn't really doing an iser, still you need vashem yisachla, you need Hashem to be selech, so you need, you need a, a kapara. Rabbi Kiva, kavamati lai psu kavabachi, when Rabbi Kiva would get to this pasuk, he would cry, if someone who tries to do an iser, but really ends up not doing an iser, still needs kapara or slicha, Imagine someone who tries to do an Israel and is successful. All the more so you need Slicha Kapara. would get to that pasuk, he would also cry. If someone who tried to do something that was mutter and by accident he did an Avera, nevertheless he still has an Avera on his hands. Someone who tries to do an Isra and does an Isra, all the more so, he's going to have problems. Right, that's something that all the whalers uh, should, should wail about. So we've got a couple of minutes to try to get a little bit further. No, you could have Yichud with your sister, you're even allowed to live in the same house with your mother, Vimbito, and with your daughter. So that's the first time we ever have a distinction between Stam Yichud and Super Yichud, where it's not just uh, Yichud, but you're actually living in the same house. Shmuel said, no, it's also to have Yichud with any Araya, even to be alone with an animal. Our mission said you're allowed to be with your mother and with your daughter and even sleep in the same bed with them. So Shmuel said that all Araya we have another bracelet that says that you're not allowed to have yichud with arayos unless they're edim. So it's a machlokas tanaim. So I hold like the other shita. May you say, be careful that I don't have yichud with my own daughter. He says, I, uh, be careful I don't have yichud with my with my daughter-in-law. Talmud make, made fun of him. Come on, what are you worried about? You're going to violate an Israel with your daughter-in-law? It didn't take long. That Talmud was Nikshal and his own mother-in-law. Even with, a, uh, with a, an animal you have to worry about? Abai would clear out the whole uh, you know, animals from wherever he was. Rav Sheshes Rav Sheshes would walk on the other side of the, uh, of the river. Rav went to visit Rav Kana and by Pumnara, Chazid Yasuf Kagaris, he saw he was sitting there learning. The Kaima Behema came in. There was a Behema right there. Amle, Lo Sevla Mara, Filum Behema. Don't you hold that it's us even with an animal to have Yichud? Amle, Lava Datai. He says, I'm sorry, I was learning. I didn't realize there was an animal there. But Enochanami, I do hold Sasser. Amrava, Misyachrad, Mishte Yavamos, Mishte Tsaros. You'll have Yichud with two Yavamos or two Tsaros, two co wives. Imisha Vachamosa with a woman and her mother in law. Imisha Basbaila with a woman and her husband's daughter. Imisha Vitinoka, Sheyodas Tambio, or with a woman and a young girl who knows about Bia will be able to say over what happened, but Vain Moseratsas will be able to too young to have any Yitzhar for Bia. In all these situations, you don't have to worry. The, the former situations, because we assume that the women hate each other, so they're going to be out to get each other. And the latter situation, because uh, the, the other girl will tell over whatever, uh, whatever happens in that situation. Right, we'll discuss tomorrow the parameters of Yichud with uh, relatives.